Hey everybody, welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. And I'm very excited today to have Katerina DeFalco. Did I pronounce that correctly? I hope. All right, great. I've been known to butcher names before. It's just, you know, I, I sometimes I say them in I say them in such a southern accent that people don't even understand what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, I'm glad I got it right. So Katerina DeFalco, she is on a mission to help families connect and heal by returning to the table to share good food together, which I love. I just had a good meal myself and unfortunately I wasn't sharing it with my family. So I look forward to hearing about what you have to share with the audience so I can start doing that with my family as well. So welcome to the show and um, thanks for joining us. If you would just share anything else you'd like to, to introduce yourself. Thank you, Evans. It's such a pleasure to be here. Anytime I get to talk about family mealtime and what Return to the Table is about, it's the best part of my day. It is a movement to, as you said, bring families back to the table. I see that the tradition of the family dinner time has become somewhat of a lost art today. And I believe that sharing good food together is the easiest opportunity that we have every single day to connect. And in this busy world, you're a parent, I'm a parent, I have three kids, there's something always going on. Our children seem to have more activities than ever. It's busy and I see families relying more and more on convenience foods and carryouts out of default and, and we're busy. And the personal devices, <laughs> um, I won't talk about that long, but you know, throw that into the mix. Our kids are on these devices more than ever. And all of this combined, I see is just really leading to a breakdown in our society on connection and getting back to just good old values and being at the table can heal that. Yeah, I agree 100%. I don't know how families do it. I mean, we, I have one daughter and um, we have a hard enough time with just the three of us with everything going on between work, school stuff and, you know, everything else that she has outside of school. It's like, Oh my gosh, how do people actually find time? to get to the table and eat. So I think it's a well, great mission. It is. And imagine what happens when you're outnumbered three to two or three to one or how the <laughs> ratio of children outnumbers the ratio of, of adults and of parents and it gets even trickier. And, and so in return to the table, I've been through this for 16 years. I, I started out with a mission of wanting to do something with food and France, which is my passion and, and my background, strong connection to France for 30 years, but for 16 years, I've been raising kids and I've seen how much families struggle and people ask me for Tim, how do you do this? And that's my superpower is getting food on the table. We all have something that we're fabulous at. And I realized I actually have a system. There's a, a and I call it stock it, prep it, roll it and toss it. So your mm -hmm. listeners can check out returns to table to find out more, but there really is a system that I have to share that, help families because the most common questions are, I don't have time. I don't know what to cook. What's for dinner, right? That's the worst question of the day. Um, or I don't like to cook or I don't know how to. And so I bring the European style of eating, which is very, very simple food, very fresh and not a lot of cooking, but the food has to be amazing and helping people get that amazing food on the table creates a connection it creates an excitement. It's more of an experience, not just we have to sit down and eat dinner and the kids can't wait to rush off, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is a common story. 
And so creating, using this food, it's, it's one of the most powerful tools that parents have. It's your, your best advocate to finding time, quality time every single day, which we all want more of and parents complain, you know, we, it's too busy, I wanna spend just some quiet quality time. So we use food to do that, meet at the table, create an experience that makes everybody excited to be there. Kids do want to eat, they don't wanna rush off. And then I always say the magic happens after 20 minutes. You wanna stay there at least 20 minutes, 30 to 45 is ideal, because when we are satiated from eating really good food and then we start to relax, the conversation goes to a deeper level. And it, think about if you're in a holiday or a special event, those long lingering meals at a table, you can create that experience every day. And you can even tackle homework while you're sitting there. There's the logistics of life, but you can get into making it a real educational and learning moment for your children. So Return to the Table talks about how to get there and overcoming the obstacles that are in your way, getting that food on the table, and the art of conversation, I like to call it as the third component, which is the reason that we're doing this so that we can connect on a deeper level and do it all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yes, we could. I know from experience that we could all use that and from being in other people's homes. I know it's not just my thing, which obviously I'm sure you know as well, but I wanted to ask you too, if you could, I know you touched on this briefly on your backstory, but what, what actually was the trigger that caused that transformation in you that made you want to, that made this your mission? Um, what's the backstory in that, your origin story behind this, just to give people a little idea on what happened that got you just so excited that this was what you wanted to do? Well, I'll, I'll shorten this. Um, I'm getting better at shortening it because it's a 30-year story, and it's, I don't think it's your typical origin story. Um, but 30 years ago, I went to France. I grew up in a um, divorced home, and food was fabulous at my dad's, but he was a tough Italian, so there was a lot of conflict at the table. And my mother was really sweet, but difficult raising kids on her own. And, and we ate out a lot. So the food wasn't great, but the it was peaceful, but there wasn't a lot of fabulous conversation. And I went to France at 21 and I experienced, although I have an Italian background, I'd never eaten like this. This experience at the table and I was with strangers my first night there and we had this three hour dinner. It's like the waiter danced the food to us at the table, like he was invested in serving it. The whole ambiance of everything, not just the food, was amazing. And I, I felt so connected to these people at the end of the meal. So then, you know, fast forward, I came back, I was there for a year, and I thought, I have to do something with food and France. I started to learn how to cook, and you know, you're 21, I had all these ideas, I was going to be an importer, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I fell into a fabulous career that I've had for 27 years, but 13 years ago, I, I, you know, I, my oldest is 16 and I, I watch families struggle over this time that I've been raising kids. Uh, I should also add that I was committed to having these dinners. I had this way of eating, European way of eating in my life for 30 years personally. And then I continued it with kids. Now the epiphany kind of comes in here in that they started getting older. I made their baby food. I did all this Martha Seward stuff. I don't want to scare the listeners because that's not what I teach in Return to the Table. It's easy. But they started getting bigger and they started eating a lot more. So what I used to make lasted a week or I could freeze something. It was gone in a day, day and a half. And I was tired of staying up late because I was so committed. I knew how important this time at the table and this good food was. 
And my husband really was a catalyst. He's from France and he's a very fast cook and it's good. And he said, just make it like this and do that. And I said, no, it won't be as good. And I started this process, which turned into now what is stock it, prep it, roll it and toss it and return to the table. So unknowingly I was creating this system about 10 years ago and it's, then I, I just modified how I was cooking. I found all these tips and tricks to have food on hand and to make great things and get my kids involved. And then that really, well, that is the, the system. And I, out of, cause I was tired. <laughs> I know right. I'm a tired mom. I mean, my husband said, actually it was a little one of those, you know, let's sit down and talk moments. You're kind of stressed and what's changed and what do we need to do to fix that? Because you seem to be getting worse. <laughs> so um, that's the short version, but I hit the highlights. Yeah, no, I love it. I, lo I love to hear there's always something that causes that transformation. That's some kind of aha moment or something that triggers in us. So I know a lot of the listeners that are listening to this are entrepreneurs as well. So one thing that, you know, I like to remind them of is, you know, pay attention because that thing may just, you know, boom, you, it may just hit you one day. And like in your instance, it was like, I was just tired and stressed out. And you know, you decided to make a change and then look what happened. Um, so it's amazing. Yeah, it's, I, I'd love to add this um, because you bring up a, a good point that we're speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs here. And this 10 years, um, I, I thought I need to do something with Food in France still, you know, that was still the thing. But it was about four years ago, it dawned on me that it's the families that need help with this. My, my, mission can come in the form of helping families. So I finally answered that question after 30 years. What is this thing in my heart about food in France? And as an entrepreneur, we have that thing that I call it, it haunts you. It, you cannot walk away from it. When you have a calling and a mission and something inside of you, it has to come out. And you know, the long version is the failures, the, the book that's not finished, the, <laughs> the importing, the, all this stuff that I did. And then I Finally, this past year, it all came together and I said, this is what it is. I created Return to the Table to put those systems, the acknowledgement, the, the education of why this is important, how to get it done, and really the why of it. So, And I love, you know, I love that because I was just getting ready to ask you a question. You, you answered it sort of before I even answer, asked you this. I was going to ask you, um, you know, with the complexities of a business, of a purpose, even if it's a purpose-driven business, a passion, you had all those other things you were, you were doing and trying the book, the importing, the exporting, whatever. And um, then you made a decision to simplify and you sort of made a quantum leap in your business by simplifying and got to the point. So um, was there something that triggered that, I, that reason to simplify or was it just by necessity? That's a really great question. Um, I'm not gonna say that I simplified, I'm gonna say that I figured out what to do because the first, I, I'm still um, in private practice as a financial advisor, that's been my career all these years. And I tried doing this something on the side because I had that haunting feeling. So everything I did was a complete failure. The, the importing never worked. The, I tried to make food to sell that didn't work. And then I thought, well, I'm just gonna write a book. I woke up in the middle of the night, write a book. Oh, great. Then I can put all this information out there and help the world. <laughs> and then I realized that's not how it goes. You don't write a book when you're nobody and you haven't said anything to anybody except your friends. 
and they're not all going to pick it up and understand and get it. You have to start talking. And I, at the age of 50 last March, um, opened my first social media account and did a Facebook live. And this has been a whole like upside down world. I learned that I have to share the message. And that is when it became a business became, and it just is, um, you know, becoming a business because it's the figuring out, I figured out how I could answer that question that was in my heart, that haunting, there's something I need to do. And then I realized, oh, all this time, I couldn't have figured it out before because I hadn't raised my kids yet. I hadn't been through that process yet to share how you can do this. I didn't have the experience. I have 30 years at the table, 30 years in the kitchen doing it different ways, different styles of cooking, 16 years feeding little ones who are big now, and and 27 years of coaching and helping people through obstacles and planning. And so put all that together, and now Return to the Table has really been born. And, and that's um, how it came. Yeah, I love I that. I mean, because... was finally figure out what I was supposed to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's... It's, I mean, it is, it's something that, but what's, what I really like about it is that you've been through it. The system you've created is something that you've done and you've tweaked it. You've gotten success from it yourself. So, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of entrepreneurs um, worry because they're like, Oh, I want to try this course or I want to check this out. And a lot of these things are being taught to us by people who haven't ever actually lived it or gone through the pain, the failures, the mistakes, and the journey. So, um, and I, I really, <laughs> I think that I love that you just said, you know, you just started your first social media account, which is, you know, it's great. That's how you shine, you know, to everybody out there to attract them and then bring them into your world. So, and it's also how you brought it to life. You know, like, hey, I'm actually doing this now. I'm on this thing, talking and telling people about it. So I got to deliver. So did that put any pressure on you once you started putting yourself out there for the first time? Okay. That question, that that's a humdinger of a question. Pressure. I still feel. Um, the, the only thing I'm going to say to that is the only thing that enabled me to do this is, is the love and the passion in my heart because I am a very private person. I never had social media for my friends. You know, I'm old fashioned. Like if you want to see me come over and eat dinner, actually, that's what I always said. Somebody's <laughs> always here for dinner. And this putting myself out there, figuring out how to post pictures, Facebook lives. You know, I like to drink wine at night with my dinner. I thought, boy, I could have a glass of wine every time I do a Facebook live. I better be careful. I mean, I don't, but you know, to, that's just to the ends. That's maybe a bad joke, but it, it rattled me tremendously. Now it's, it's becoming natural. It's becoming normal, but it has been, um, it took an, I had to dig to the deepest parts of my, of my being to have the, um, to have the nerve to do that simply put. And I, and what propelled me was my complete conviction that the world needs me to say this. And so I did it. And I yeah. still do it. I do it every That's day. Great. <laughs> you have a you have a why, and that why is driving you, which is you know I think a lot of um, I like to call them purpose driven entrepreneurs, just because I know and I meet so many through this podcast. It's really inspiring to me, like your stories and sharing. You know, it's not easy. You still get um, I'm, I'm, 
hope I'm not putting words in your mouth, but you still sort of get imposter syndrome at times. Um, I actually listened to, I believe it was Alex Sharfin's podcast yesterday at the gym and he was talking about constraint, even just coming to, he's done it a million times. He's done his podcast almost four or five days a week, but every time he gets ready to push record, he still feels this little, you know, a little bit of constraint tightening up and you still have to step through it. Um, so I think that's great. I'm, I'm excited that you finally got out there and are spreading your message. So otherwise we wouldn't be able to have you on the podcast. Exactly. So this is great. <laughs> and you just get these messages from, I've been doing little video answers to people that send me questions like I can't figure this out or my kids don't sit in their chair or something, whatever it is. And when you see the transformation and you get the feedback, that they did, they, they implemented things and it's changing their family, they're, they're happier. I've had people tell me that their marriages are better because all the things I talk about, you get your husband to do to help you with dinner. And so that, and it's, it's speaking what's in your heart, but when you see the transformation, one little comment can get you through a whole lot of fear <laughs> for the next week, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely. And that's actually what I, I don't know how you, I think you have my notes somehow. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the next question I was going to ask you, actually ask you was about transforming lives. And I wondered if you had maybe a couple of really inspiring stories or something that somebody shared with you that did help you get through that next moment where you weren't feeling like doing a live, but then you're like, wait a minute, I just had this great comment. I've got to do it. Um, so if you would just share maybe a couple of, cool stories or inspirational things that have happened from your uh, customers or, you know, people that are following you. Great. And, um, I would, I, this is the best part. So, um, I did, um, worked with a woman. This was a few months ago because return to the table is just launching this year. And I said, I need to practice because my friends have done this for years. I've seen transformation in friends, right? So I needed a stranger <laughs> and I found, I found a good one and she was following me a little bit. And so I, I told her about eating in courses. She has three little children and she put down, so in Europe or when you go to a fancy dinner and this return to the table is not all foo-foo and you don't have to like the French. So I don't want to scare anybody about that. But this concept of eating in courses is stretches out the meal. It makes it more interesting. It adds variety. It helps with picky eaters. And it actually helps you eat better, you can digest better, it helps your weight management and relieve stress. So visit Return to the Table to find out more. But I said, eat in courses, and she said, okay. So she put out a little appetizer, we call it aperitif in France, with some, um, what are they? Oh, some olives and a little cheese and cracker for her husband. He said, what's this? <laughs> she said, well, that's our aperitif tonight. And she's from the South, so she's in adorable accent. He said, what's this? And he said, what does it mean? And she said, well, just eat it while I cook dinner and we're going to talk. And he said, okay. So they did. And then they sat down to eat and she served, I don't remember what, but a first course, like a little salad or a cup of soup and then something second. So that's the idea here. She said, we ate half as much as we normally do. We felt so good at the end. She had a snacking problem at night. She said, I, I just realized I haven't snacked in the first week after doing this. Now, I don't even think about it. My theory is you're emotionally satisfied, extremely physically satisfied, but when you eat a good meal, you're not looking for something else. We'll get into more of that later. So they go to the grocery store. Uh, this is her short version. But we went to the grocery, or she went to the grocery store a couple weeks later, 
and her husband went with her. Normally he just stands there. I guess he's the grocery bag carrier at the end, but he took mm -hmm. off. And she said, where are you going? He said, well, I'm going to go look for some more things for our little aperitifs. <laughs> and he was shopping <laughs> for new food. And she said, it's such a tradition. We, he's kind of hanging out in the kitchen with me. He's lending a hand now. I mean, she's got a little baby running around. So they're talking more, they've eaten less, they've extended the time at the table, their kids are responding to it because there's this softness and movement and rhythm in their mealtime. She had a lot more to say, but that's one. That's um, great. My second favorite one, I think, a um, friend of mine has a um, husband, they got a dog, she loved the dog, <laughs> or she, he wanted a dog, she didn't want the dog. And she just said, I had a breakdown today. I have to walk this dog. Um, my husband just likes to relax when he gets home from work. So he's resting on the couch for a little bit, watching just a little bit of TV because he worked all day. I understand. But, you know, I have this dog. I have all this stuff. And she just lost it. And she didn't cook one night. And she's always been a big cook. And, and he said, what's going on? And she said, you know, I can't, do you want me to cook or you want me to walk the dog? And, they, <laughs> and she told me this. I said, go home. When he gets home tonight, poor, I might be telling the story a little bit out of junction, but you guys will get it. So pour him a glass of wine, or if you don't drink wine, pour, make a pot of nice tea and ask him to cut the salad or just cut some potatoes and talk about his day and get this connection started in the kitchen. He's giving you a little bit of a hand without you hounding on him saying, I need you to do this. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle it anymore. That never helps anybody's marriage. And inviting. I mean, who doesn't want to have a glass of wine and some olives or whatever you like to eat? And you want to talk to your spouse, I hope. If not, then I don't know. <laughs> we need to get help before we turn to the table. But you know, that she said, just doing that, that one day was amazing. And now they have this new rhythm. And she said, you have helped my marriage. So That's I have great. a whole, I have many, many more, but those are the two that come to mind first. Those are great because I mean, if you think about it, and especially the first story you told, I mean, it's everything from it, it affected them mentally in a positive manner. Physically, they were eating less, they're getting healthier physically and spiritually in that connection in their relationship. So that's great. So um, who would have thought that just, you know, taking time at dinner and creating a meal together would do, you know, so much good. So that's, that's just amazing. Exactly. Who knew? My husband said the other day, he's an engineer, very technical. And he said, you know what? But he's French. So he gets this whole food thing, right? He said, you know what? You're, you're, you're talking about the root cause. And I said, what is the root cause? <laughs> what do you mean? And he said, well, think about it. You know, you can reconnect people that are disconnected, disjointed relationships. You can strengthen already good ones to a deeper level. You people can lose weight. Just like, I'm not touting myself as a diet or any weight loss, but if you eat well and slow and not as much and enjoy your food and digest better because you ate slowly, it's weight management. You can um, reduce your stress. I mean, for me, that's my, that's my happy place sitting down at the table. Mm -hmm. My shoulders literally just go, like, this is a good thing to be here. And you have more fun and passion in our lives. And I think that's, really missing, everything's electronic and rushing around, a lot of it. So um, it's really, it solves relationship and health and connection and these bonds to our children, which really, I like to say, creates the greatest family legacy that we can, more valuable than any wealth, which is what I've always dealt with in my life. And I see 
just simply returning to the table creates a legacy. Wow. And that's all these great. other benefits. Yeah. Just by eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. I love it. Um, well, before we get going, I want to share, I know you've got something big and exciting coming up that by the time this is published, it will have already happened, but I wanted you just to share it anyway, because congratulations, it's going to be a, a new um, venture in your adventure and going to help a lot of people. So if you would just real quickly share a little bit about what you have coming up here in the next, I think you said it was like this week. Yeah, it's right? next Wednesday. Yes. Thank you for letting me share. Um, I've, we're having our first live event in Birmingham, Michigan, and my part of Return to the Table is to create events because I'm teaching um, Returning to the Table. So what better way to do it than to be at the table and really feel that. And I have a dream of taking everybody to France one day. Not everybody, but I guess mm -hmm. everybody that can come. <laughs> um, right. I would love to take people to France. But um, so we have our first event next Wednesday. It's uh, I'm keeping them to a very intimate gathering of small group of women where we are going to have a little champagne. So there's going to be some fun, but we're going to talk about every step of return to the table so I can give them everything they need to go home and start creating new family culture and family legacy at their home. And it's going to be fabulous. I'm so excited about it. Well, everybody's going to have to pay attention to your Facebook lives then so they yes. can find out how it went. Cause I'm sure it's going to go great, but I mean, there's nothing, I mean, we, you know, we live in this online world as entrepreneurs and a lot of times we do that to leverage ourselves but I really think there's nothing better than being able to interact in person with the people, with our tribe, with the people that we want to help and transform their lives. So, um, so good luck with that. I know it's going to go great. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. And then also you have something coming up that will be available for people who are listening to the podcast or watching it on YouTube. It's coming up in a couple of weeks from now, two or three weeks, I think you said. So if you would just sort of dive into that and tell people how they can get access to it. Yes. So that is a surprise. Nobody knows about it yet. And I will be announcing it on November 7th. So the link I think you're going to uh, put in here. It's yep, going I'll put to it be, in the show notes for everybody. Yep. yep. So that is another, um, another way for us to gather at the table for People that are not in Birmingham, Michigan, I still want to meet you at the table. And I've created something very special so that we can get through the holidays. My goal is to help people enjoy the holidays. Um, unfortunately, we say get through them sometimes, don't we? Get through the holidays. Yeah, so it can feel last. like that, definitely. Yeah, it can feel yeah, like so that. So I'm going to be inviting everybody to return to the holiday table with me. And it's a I'm going to call it like a jump start for the new year, the entire return to the table system and with an emphasis on how we can really manage the holidays and bring return to the table to your holiday table and start creating awesome. all of this magnificent, wonderful magic through the holidays. So yes, that'll that be great. Be, yeah. So we get to announce it like on the day this podcast goes live, it will actually be the first time people hear about it. That is going to be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you letting me be the premiere of this yeah, <laughs> event. Yeah. I, so. I have to say I was nervous talking about it. <laughs> I thought, 
hmm, am I, am I timing? Okay. Cause I have to tell my girls first, my people over here first, and <laughs> we'll call everybody on the seventh. That, that'll be perfect. <laughs> Great. That's perfect. So then we'll, it'll be in the show notes. You'll send me the link to it. I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. And then when we send this out on social media, I'll make sure to share it as well. Um, before I let you go, uh, I guess I'll just ask you, how can people can connect? How can they connect with you? Any uh, face? Obviously, you're on social media now. So. I am, yes. <laughs> Facebook, on- websites, wherever. Yes. Um, if you'd like to put those links in there as well, I have. I will. I know what these things all mean now. I have my uh, Facebook business page and Instagram, but I've also created a Facebook group. It's a private group. Um, everyone's welcome to come in, but I keep it private so that those that are really interested in being there with the same goal, the same why, the same mission, we have a safe place to talk. And that's where I can share and do Facebook lives, which I can't believe that I am doing them now, but I absolutely love them. I get this little, um, well, you know, the feeling when you're, when you're helping and you're, you're sharing and contributing, it just feels so good. So everything happens in the Facebook group. And that's all free. It's just, it's my gift to the world. And I want people to come in, to join, to ask questions, to share their successes, and to let me know what they want me to speak about, what it can help with so that we can keep um, the movement of Return to the Table going and getting stronger. Great. Well, just make sure you send me all those links and I will put them in the show notes for everybody. And um, groups are great, especially when, you know, it's a tight knit group and run the right way. It gives everybody a great relationship, accountability, partners, support, everything you could ask for. So that, that'll be great. If you can share that with us, I'll make sure everybody finds out about it. Okay. And anything else you want to share? And otherwise we will jump right off and I'm going to have to go and start talking to my wife and daughter about how we're going to start changing our meals from now um, on. Okay. Well then the last thing I was going to say no, but since you made that comment, I'll give you one more link which is my five steps to getting started okay. and nice and a series of emails that come out after that, which are designed to be an introduction to return to the table full of tips and how to get started. So that's the first place to start. Great. That'll be perfect. Well, I appreciate you coming on and I look forward to finding out how successful your first live event went. Thank you. And um, so make sure to share that with me so I can blast it out to everybody. Okay. And, We will talk to you soon. Thanks again for coming on. All right. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Wow. What another great episode. Our guests are amazing. And I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook? Leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, You also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a a desire to start an impact purpose-driven business, 
but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.